This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to all of our listening audience. Without you, we cannot do this here on Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. And, of course, take this opportunity to thank Brady. Brady, all the, the research and your expertise, knowledge, your historical perspective, we appreciate it all from the picks, from the angles, from the handicapping uh, philosophies. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to yours, buddy. Hey, thank you so much, Jimmy. And right back at you. Merry Christmas to you and yours. And it's been a real pleasure and an honor not only to do this football season with you, but all the majors in golf that we have done. Uh, I've really enjoyed the time here with Bet Rivers and the Sports Betters Paradise. I appreciate it and hope to continue on down the road in 2024 with you. Yes, indeed. Let's get right to it as uh, the holiday season. It's football and the NFL on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. We go Boy, my hand is kind of getting burned a little bit on this Tennessee Titan stove. But here we go again, <laughs> man. I've taken some tough beats against the Colts and uh, and against the uh, Houston Texans uh, this past Sunday. Even love you blue uh, Oilers outfit. Could have, that's a nasty little uh little war between Adams family and the, the Texans, uh, the Houston fan base. They don't like it too, too much down there. But here we go, Seattle off of that big win. And, well, a little celebratory, short turnaround. They have to travel now. And, well, how do they follow it up against the Tennessee Titans? Seattle is two and a half in Nashville. Well, you know, it's really ripe for a teaser play, too, Jimmy, at two and a half. You could take the Tennessee Titans up to plus eight and a half. Uh, but there are a lot of threes in the market. So here at Bet Rivers, you might just wait a minute and you might be able to grab the full three points. I think the difference in the line there is the speculation on will it be Will Levis or will it be Ryan Tannehill? And to be honest with you, I, I don't really think it matters. I like the Titans either way with Tannehill or Levis. And, and like you talk about the Seahawks off of that big upset win on Monday night. They could be due for a letdown here uh, coming off of that win over Philadelphia. When I do my power ratings, I come out with the Seattle Seahawks as a one and a half point favorite. But when I run all my stats, I come out with Tennessee as a one and a half point favorite in this game. They have really been improving in the last few weeks, have the Titans. And of course, we've seen that. They're very competitive against the Texans, probably should have won that game. They beat the Miami Dolphins. Um, here you have them at home where they are much better than they are on the road. They're a home underdog and they're coming off of that nasty loss to the Houston Texans. I think the situation really sets up well for them. And Jimmy, we've talked about it a number of times here on the program. The home underdog that wins outright, that goes into the role of road favorite. Only one time this season has that road favorite cashed in that situation. And that's what you have here for Seattle getting that win outright as a home underdog, going into the role of road favorite. It's a nasty recipe for that road favorite. And I think Tennessee is good enough to give this Seattle team trouble 
who is really fighting for their playoff lives. We talk about teams that must win. If you must win, you must not be that good. And that's a little bit of the case here for the Seattle Seahawks. Like I say, still fighting for a playoff spot in the NFC. So I I think it's a good spot for Tennessee with the points, maybe a little bit on the money line, certainly a six or six and a half point teaser, plus three points, whatever the number is, I think there's opportunities here with the Titans. I love that. Uh, I love that saying. You must win. You mustn't be that good. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's definitely one, and you get a little value uh, going against those teams because right. a lot of uh, that gets a lot of public support. Is that mm-hmm. angle? They have to win. They have to win. Get extra value this football season with the Bet River Squares. Went up to ten thousand dollars in bonus money. Bet ten dollars in same game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. That's brought to you by our friends here at the Bet Rivers. All right, Minnesota heartbreaker on Saturday, the first of that Saturday. Saturday triple header. Man, they had that game one against Jake Brown again, the Cincinnati Bengals, but they have to get back up on off the floor and they are fighting for their playoff lives. And Detroit finally righted things. They were very impressive. The nightcap of that triple header as they blew out the Broncos. Minnesota at home catching three and a half against the visiting Lions. Yeah, I loved the Lions uh, last week, Jimmy, and that got home for us as one of yeah. our plays here on the show. And and you're right, they they really got the ship righted last week in a big win over the Denver Broncos. But now they go out on the road in division against the Minnesota Vikings, a team they will play twice in the final three weeks of the season. Now, Nick Mullins was pretty sloppy last week, but like you say, they probably should have won that game on the road at Cincinnati. So they were very competitive against a Cincinnati team that has now won three in a row. So I'm okay with what I saw out of the Vikings in that effort uh, and basically a push on the spread there as they lost by three you won if you got three and a half early in the week Uh, but now they go back home and have a division game again against the Detroit Lions who were kind of fat and happy off that big win over the Broncos Uh, but the Vikings I think Jimmy have one of the best home field advantages in football Uh, that crowd for a division game will be really fired up Uh, the Vikings really I think have been the better team on defense between these two squads Really, for the entire season. I mean, the Lions are very good in defending the run, but they can't get to the quarterback too well. Aiden Hutchinson is really the only guy they have that can put pressure on the quarterback, but he doesn't have a whole lot of help, and they're not getting a lot of sacks. So that should give Mullins time to throw in this game. The Detroit Lions are 21st in the NFL in yards per pass attempt allowed and 24th in defensive passer rating. So I and you've got Justin Jefferson with another week healthier. So I think Minnesota could have some success through the air. When I crunch the stats, I make the Lions just a one-point favorite in this game. So I wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota won outright here, Um, but I'll gladly take three and that hook. There are a lot of threes in the market starting to pop up now, but Bet River's still offering you that hook. So uh, that's a very advantageous number in my mind. A lot of value all right there. Bet Rivers with that number at Minnesota plus three and a half. You talk about the defense. I don't think there's any question uh, who has had the better gear on defense, and it's one guy, and that's Brian Flores. And I don't know how much damage was done with that with the shenanigans down at Miami where they were tanking and he was way more competitive than their roster indicated. But, man, the guy can coach. It might be up for assistant coach of the year. He has done a, a heck of a job. And 
you know, I mean, think about how early they lost Cousins and what they've had to play with uh, in that one. So, yeah, that defense, and they get going with that crowd noise as well uh, on the defensive side for the Minnesota Vikings. I'm on the Vikings plus a three and a half. And, and a little bit more cushion now for Detroit. Uh, you know, where it was getting yeah. a little, mm-hmm. you know, Minnesota and Green Bay was kind of creeping closer. Now they've, they've, they've widened that gap. And, you know, basically, I think the uh, magic number is one for them to uh, clinch. So uh, Detroit with a little cushion uh, in there, maybe making them a little bit more comfortable. All right, let's get to the great one. Uh, the, the best game of the week, one of the best games maybe of the year. It is the primetime game on Christmas night, and that is Baltimore and San Francisco. The two one seeds as of now in their respective conferences. So uh, San Francisco, five and a half over Baltimore. So uh, a big number, but uh, boy, San Francisco seems to be sort of a runaway train right now uh, as well. Also, my personal bet, and that is on uh, Brock Purdy at 14-1 to to win the MVP. How much of that is on the line with the second choice right now, Lamar Jackson, with uh, with, uh, Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott sliding back, you know, back toward the pack? Yeah, and I think another guy that uh, should be in that conversation, he's a little lower on the board, but I really think Christian McCaffrey is uh, a candidate for MVP as well, a big one, if not, in my mind, more important than Brock Purdy. Um, but I think you have those three players, obviously, it, it, those would be the top three candidates in my mind right now, all involved in this game, Lamar Jackson, Brock Purdy, and Christian McCaffrey. And I have these two teams rated as the best two teams in football. Uh, My power ratings come to San Francisco as a four-point favorite in this game. But when I run all the stats, I come out to the Niners as just a two-point favorite in this game. Um, I, I am in the camp that I think this is just too many points. Baltimore has you know, had a little bit of travel here. They go to Jacksonville on Monday night. They come all the way across to the other side of the country. But San Francisco historically has struggled with mobile quarterbacks. Now, they did not do so against Kyler Murray last week, nor did they do so against Jalen Hurts a few weeks ago who maybe has become a little bit less mobile uh, in this style of offense that Philadelphia has been running lately. But, you know, for years, the 49ers struggled with Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. And Lamar Jackson is really a completely different animal in terms of mobile quarterbacks. It's very interesting, Jimmy, both of these teams, the Ravens and the Niners, have been very poor against the run in defending the run the last few weeks. And yet on the offensive side of the ball, they are both number one in yards per rushing attempt. So they can both run it. They can't defend it too well as of late. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And then you look at Lamar Jackson and his record against the NFC, against teams that are less familiar with that Baltimore offensive running scheme. He's had tremendous success there. Um, So I I think this ought to be a great game, but I just think the point spread is too many. Like I say, when I crunch the stats, it comes to the Niners by two. My power ratings are Niners by four. I think either team could win this game by less than a field goal. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, Arizona had some success moving the ball. They had 22 first downs and yeah. 436 mm-hmm. yards. I, I know that sometimes uh, the box four can be a little skewed in a wide margin game. Uh, but still, um, that San Francisco defense, it's more on their offense. It's not like the team, and I know you, you're, 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 you're very knowledgeable about uh, San Francisco's his history, but 
a team that lost a double-digit lead in the second half to the Chiefs, way more dependent on their defense. This is this offense. I mean, is is really the the explosive. I think maybe Baltimore can move the ball a little bit on San Francisco. And the other thing with San Francisco, they're just cashing tickets like left and right. So they've won six in a row, and I mean, they have got dependent on where you you got the the line with the Seattle. Is that it? And because they've covered. All of these, you know, Jacksonville by 31, Tampa Bay by 13, Seattle by 18, Philadelphia by 23. That Seattle line that went between 11, you know, 11 and 14 was toggling back and forth when Geno Smith was uh, announced out. Maybe the closing line they didn't cover, but you certainly had a chance to cover that one as well. So they are just going to keep pushing and pushing them uh, up. So that may be just a little bit uh, inflated. Should yeah, be, I uh, think yeah. Uh, I think the Baltimore defense is the better of the two defenses here on the yes. field. I, I think the 49er defense, you know, we're getting to that point in the season where I, I think they're just a little bit worn out. And that first round bye, if they were to get the number one seed in the NFC, could really help San Francisco because I, I think that defense is, like I say, just getting a little bit fatigued right now. I think the Baltimore defense is the better of the two in this game. San Francisco, 25th in yards per play allowed. They're dead last the last few weeks in defending the run. And they're also 22nd as of late in third down defense. So, And, and that's just as of late. Um, we, we know you know, throughout the entire course of the season, this defense is really good. But just lately, uh, they've been showing some holes, and I think it's a little fatigue and what have you. And, and maybe they don't have to do as much because the offense, like you say, has been so good. But, uh, you know, again, I, I go back to the fact that I just think this is too many points. I do think the game will close probably four, four and a half. I think there's going to be some activity on the Ravens side here. Uh, especially like those uh, SEC linebackers that can fly. Now, they invested the first-round picks, but Patrick Queen – and Roquan Smith, of course, uh, Chicago kind of gave up on Roquan. But, man, those are those new-age uh, linebackers. They can absolutely fly to the ball. So Baltimore plus the five-and-a-half should be a very good one in uh, on uh, Monday night. All right, uh, for Brady Cannon, I am Jimmy Ott. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you and yours. All of our listeners, without you, this is not possible. From the Sports Betters Paradise right here on the Bet Rivers Network.